everlasting Father God in heaven, we thank you. We exalt you, Lord, for you are faithful. We magnify you, O God, in heaven, for there is none like you. Lord, O God, in heaven, let your name be glorified, O God. We exalt you, O God, in heaven. I ask that, Lord, even as I speak, Lord, speak through me. I'm only but a vessel in your hands. And Lord, O God, in heaven, do as you please. But Lord, may we not live here the same way we came. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Quickly, can we please open our Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 92? The book of Psalms, chapter 92. And we'll be reading from the first verse. If you're there with me, say amen. Is that me, yeah? Okay, okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, we'll just read. Now, the Bible says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to you, a holy name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. On an instrument of ten strings, on the flute, and on the harp with harmonious sound. And for you, Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your hands. O oh Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. And the verse 6, it says, A senseless man, hallelujah, does not know, nor does a fool understand this. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Um, just bear with me one second. Okay. Yeah. So I prefer this way. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so for those who are writing, um, the title of my sermon today is Unveiling the Mystery of Thanksgiving. Praise God. Unveiling the Mystery of Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Just like we read in the anchor text, the Bible says there that what? It is good to give thanks unto the Lord. Hallelujah. In other words, when it comes to the agenda of God for us at the point of creation, it is God's idea that at every point in time, you and I should always give thanks. Praise God. And the reality of it is many of us, as a result of what has transpired all throughout this year, some may have suffered loss. Some may have lost either their job. Some may have lost family members. But you see, when you read the scriptures and you see what Apostle Paul was saying there, and he says, rejoice always. And he says that what? In everything, do what? Give thanks. One may be wondering then, why must I give thanks? After all, we liken thanksgiving when something has been done. Praise God. But if that was the case, Apostle Paul would have said, maybe when God blesses you, only then, can you give thanks? But he said what? In all things, we should what? Give thanks. Hallelujah. And so when we're looking at understanding the mystery of thanksgiving, we first begin to understand what then is a mystery. What then is a mystery? The Bible makes us understand when you read the book of Matthew chapter 3, verse, Matthew 13, verse 11, Jesus began to speak to the people. And when he was speaking to them, he spoke to them by parables. Hallelujah. 
And the reason for or the essence of those parables was that he needed to make sure that he simplified what he was explaining to the people in such a manner that they were able to comprehend and for them to abide by what he was saying. And so when you read the verse, from the verse 10 of that passage, perhaps, okay, it's on the screen there, and it says, And he said to the disciples, and the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken away. Hallelujah. Even what he has will be taken away. In other words, understanding of biblical mysteries is the secret behind the rise of the saints in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. In other words, if we are going to acknowledge that the kingdom of God is a place or a culture that is in by God, we begin to understand that there is a pattern God has ordained for us that by virtue of obeying those principles, we would get the desires that we seek. Hallelujah. And so he began to that to you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God that to them who are outside, it has not been given. So the question now is, who was he speaking to? Praise God. Who was he speaking to? He was speaking to the disciples. In other words, when he came to the point of understanding, understanding of biblical mysteries is the secret behind the rise of saints in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Understanding is very key. Because why do I say this? When you look at the next verse from the verse 13 to 16, look at what Jesus was saying here. And he says, therefore, I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand. Seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of these people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts. Turn so that I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see. Hallelujah. Blessed are your ears because they hear. In other words, it is not enough to see. The essence of sight is to discern. Praise God. I'm going somewhere. The essence of hearing is to understand. Why? Because it's in understanding that you receive instructions on what to do. Praise God. It's in the place of understanding that you receive instruction on what to do to do. The Bible said that the sons of Issachar, they did what? They understood the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. In other words, the relevance of these kingdom principles, the relevance of these kingdom keys is that by virtue of us understanding it, at no point in time should you and I be stranded on the earth. Praise God. Many a times we think that it is by virtue of the things that we have amassed that brings about security. And I will explain. The Bible said that Jesus, as the Son of God, did not have any place where he laid his head. Now, someone will read that scripture and think, oh, perhaps Christ was broke and he did not have where to sleep. 
But at no point in time was he ever stranded or complained of not having where to sleep. Why? Because he was, on, was working or operating in an understanding that made sure that at any point in time, he knew what to do to get what he, he was desiring of. Am I making sense? And so you see for the point where they approached him and Peter and said, is it lawful to pay tax? At, no, at that point in time, remember, if, base, if our confidence was based on wealth, at that point in time, Christ had no cash in his pocket. But because he had understanding, because he knew the principle, the kingdom keys, or what he needed to do to secure what he was seeking for, he therefore was at rest. And it's the desire of God that at every point in time, you and I must be in a place of rest. That we are not perplexed by the issues of this world. Rather, we are confident in whom we have believed. Hallelujah. And so when it came to the things of the kingdom of God here, one of those mysteries is thanksgiving. Hallelujah. One of those mysteries of the kingdom of God is thanksgiving. And like I said before, many a times we accrue thanksgiving to only happen at the point where you and I have obtained something or we, have en or we are enjoying something. And so by reason of courtesy, we say thank you. Praise God. By reason of courtesy, we say thank you. But however, thanksgiving is much more than that. Praise God. Thanksgiving is much more than that. And I say that, that every kingdom's success or victory is powered by a certain principle or mystery. Praise God. Remember the anchor text we read, it said, it is good. It is what? Good to give thanks unto the Lord. It is good to give thanks unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, if perhaps you've been wondering why should I give thanks, perhaps this sermon is for you. Why? Because at the end of today's teaching by the grace of God, you would understand that every testimony you are seeking for is at the end of thanksgiving and not the beginning. You know, a man of God said that the wisdom of God is in the reverse. Praise God. That the wisdom of God is in the reverse. So, let me explain. For instance... In the secular mind, it says that if you want to increase in wealth, you withhold. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says that what? In the kingdom of God, if you want to increase, you do what? You spread. Another principle, the Bible says that what? Love them that love you. Sorry, the world will say love them that love you. But Christ is saying love them that hate you. For by so doing... You are engaging me to interfere in that, in that matter. Praise God. And so the wisdom of God is in the reverse. And so like I said, every testimony, anything you're seeking of God is at the end of thanksgiving and not the beginning. Because we are expecting God to do, then we think. But God is saying, why don't you thank me and watch me do? Praise God. Because that is the reality of how it operates in the kingdom of God. At every point in time, Jesus was confronted with any issue. The very first thing he did was to do what? To give thanks. You know, it was a mystery that Jesus would come to the tomb of Lazarus in the book of John chapter 11. 
And we are told that Mary and Martha said, Master, there is no point again for me. He has been dead for what? Four days. After all, there is no reason for trying to even try to resurrect him again. But the Bible said that Jesus went to the tomb. And the very first thing he did was to say what? Father, I thank you. Praise God. Father, I thank you. The Bible says that Jesus was preaching and the people were many and they were famished. And out of compassion, the Bible said that, and Jesus told the disciples, what do we have? I believe he knew what they had, but he was trying to teach them something. And he said, what do we have? And Philip said, we have only, we have only but five loaves and two fish. Praise the Lord. But you see, it was not about what you had, but it's about what do I do to increase what I have. You know, a man of God said that if anything is enough in your hand, it's because God is involved. Praise God. If anything is enough in your hands, it's because God is involved. Because the reality of it is that naturally it will never be enough. In economics, we are taught that human wants are insatiable. And so, the moment you get one thing, there is always a craving for the next. And that's why the Bible said that what? Godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. Because when you understand the mystery of contentment, you are qualified for more. Because in the kingdom of God, we are not supposed to keep. We are channels to, through which God is supposed to bless others. Hallelujah. And so, this is a mystery. And so when it comes to the aspect of thanksgiving, we begin to see that thanksgiving is relevant if we are going to enjoy the very best of God here on the earth. Hallelujah. And so we are looking at understanding the mystery of thanksgiving. Understanding the mystery of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And I trust the Holy Spirit to begin to open our eyes to see the relevance of thanksgiving. Praise God. So the very first question is, what is thanksgiving? Praise the Lord. What is thanksgiving? What is thanksgiving? And the dictionary here says that the act of giving thanks or grateful acknowledgement, it is the act of giving thanks or the grateful acknowledgement of the benefits or favors of or favors, especially to God. Hallelujah. I'll say it again. It is the act of giving thanks, grateful acknowledgement of the benefits or favors, especially to God. Now, you may be thinking, what has God done for me? Praise God. If you were to take stock from January 2020 up until today, the 6th of December 2020, you may be asking, what has God done for me? But the question I want to ask you is, what has God not done for you? Praise God. What has God not done for you? The very first thing first is salvation. That's for those who are saved, because it would be naive of me to assume that all of us here are saved. Praise God. The very first point is salvation. Because the Bible said that what no man, if, it was, if, if our being saved was being as a result of being born in a Christian home, then every, almost everybody will be a Christian. Praise God. Because when you look 
at the lives of people who do come on the earth. They have some kind of Christian background. So the question is, if he was based on being born in a Christian home, how come they are saved? How come they are not saved? And the Bible said, what? no man comes to the Father except what draws him. And so, it is out of his love that you can even boast of being saved. Praise God. The second thing is that what thanksgiving is an expression of thanks, especially to God. It's an expression of thanks, of thanks, especially to God. And it says what? A public celebration in acknowledgement of divine favor or kindness. And the last we said that is a day set apart for giving thanks to God. The very first thing I learned here was that thanksgiving is not by chance. You don't give thanks by chance. You know, someone said, a man of God said that the reason why many believers are grounded is because they take God for granted. Hallelujah. That the reason why many believers are grounded is because they take God for granted. And for me, the reality of it is this. If you are hesitating to give God thanks, you are immature. Hallelujah. If you are hesitant, if you're hesitant to give God thanks, it's because you are but a child. Why? Only children that you will give things to, you would compel them to say thank you. After all, I have children. Like my son, Jesse. The truth is, if I give him something, he runs away. I'm saying, say thank you. He doesn't even bother. Praise God. And many a times we are like that. Oh Lord, do this for me. And he does so. Boom, we are off. And so you realize that thanksgiving must be intentional. It must be deliberate. Because it is out of what he has given us that we can boast. The Bible said that what? What do we have that we have not been given? What can you boast of? If you check your life, from head to toe, there is nothing you have that was not given. First and foremost, your life. Your life. Your life is a gift. God gave you and I the breath to breathe. To the glory of God, we are gathered here in church, all wearing masks, in compliance to the government guidelines. But we know fully well that many wore masks yesterday and are dead today. And so, is it by the mask that you wear? Praise the Lord. Many sanitized their hands from the day this pandemic started and they are no longer here. So, what did you do different that deserved them to die and for you to live? If not, but for the mercy of God. And so, you realize that it is of necessity that you and I be deliberate when it comes to giving thanks. Because there is nothing you and I can boast of that God did not give. Praise the Lord. I jokingly said that if you check your bank statement, did you see anywhere that God charged you direct debit for the breath that you breathe? No. Because if it was based on that, assuming God charged me a penny, that all oh, the air that I breathe, a penny for every second, I'll be in debt. Praise God. I will be in debt. Because I don't have what it takes. 
And the truth is that only when we are reflective, that is why the psalm said that, you know, I will meditate on your goodness. I will reflect on the things that you have done for me. You know, when this month started, I told myself, I said, you know what? For every single day, I would have a journal and I will write deliberately what God has done for me. That song says that what count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what God has done. Hallelujah. So when the the Shaddai was praying, and he was saying that many of us had plans. I mean, if you saw my plans for 2020, I'm not where I should be based on my plans. Praise God. But the Bible said that what many are the plans in a man's heart. But only the Lord's counsel shall prevail. Praise God. Many are the thoughts in a man's heart. Only the Lord's counsel shall prevail. Dr. Miles Monroe of Blessed Memory said that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Praise God. Because the reality of it is man will man plans or man proposes. But God gets the final say. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So why should I give thanks? 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 The very first thing, like the anchor text we read, the Bible says that what? It is a good thing. Praise God. It is what? A good thing. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to his name, O Most High. It is a good thing. And if we are the children of God, we are obliged to practice that which is good and to neglect that which is bad. Praise God. If we truly are children of God and obedient and abiding by his principles, therefore we should do that which is good and neglect that which is bad. And so thanksgiving is what? A good thing. Number two. Thanksgiving brings about divine protection. Praise God. Thanksgiving brings about divine protection. The Bible says in the book of 1 Peter 3 verse 13, it says, And who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? Remember I said, Thanksgiving is what? A good thing. And here the scripture is saying, who is he that will harm you if you are a follower of that which is good? Therefore, by practicing every good thing, I am obliged to enjoy divine protection. I'll share a testimony with you. November 23 of every year is a year that I truly, I thank God all the days of my life, but every November 23rd of every year, it's a special day in my life because I would not be here. Praise God. Now, in 2017, my father passed away in August and I went to Nigeria for my, for my father's funeral. My father was buried on the 17th of November and I was coming back to Lagos to catch a flight back to the UK. And funny enough, that morning, as I knelt down to do my devotion next to my bed, I, I can replay it in my head over and over again because it's just like yesterday. And when I knelt down to pray, 
I just heard a voice tell me, don't pray, just dance before me. Praise God. Just, and it's unusual. And so I said, okay, no problem. And I was just dancing before God. Father, Lord, I thank you for everything that has happened in my life. I bless you for protecting me. For I knew the challenges I faced when I came back here concerning this funeral. But Lord, thank you for putting the enemy to shame. This dance that I'm telling you did not go for 20 hours or whatever. Maybe 15 minutes. Because I was in a rush. I kid you not. Just 20, less than 20 minutes into the journey. I was involved in a ghastly motor accident. Right there and then, 14 people passed away. And the truth is that it was just like a movie. When the car was spinning, all I could think of was, oh wow, I've seen this in a movie. Airbags would come out. All those things were happening. It was until we stopped and people started shouting and pulling out dead bodies from the cars that were involved. And I asked myself, what have I done? What have I done? There was a small girl, about 12 year old. She had died. And I was asking myself, Lord, what have I done? What, have been, what would it have been that I came to bury my father and I went to join my father? But Lord, if not for you, if not for you, if not for your mighty hand upon my life, I did nothing. I did nothing. And so you realize that if who is he that will harm you, if you are a practitioner of that which is good, thanksgiving is a good thing. Many a times we think of what God has not done. But the Bible says that what? In all things give thanks. It's a command. It's not optional. It's not conditional. It's a command. Just as it is that says, be ye holy as he who has called you is holy. Holiness is a command. So is thanksgiving. It is compulsory. We have no choice. Because if you truly reflect and realize that all that I have has been given, then there is every reason to thank God. A man of God said that if you have lost anything, God is the reason why you have not lost everything. If you have lost anything, God is the reason you have not lost everything. Because if the devil had his way, you would have lost everything. The Bible said that what? He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. You know, when I was growing up, there's a game that is called Mortal Kombat. And in that game, you would beat your opponent, but until he says finish him, that's when the game is won. And that's how the devil operates. Remember when he came after Job, God gave a command. You might do anything you want to do to him, but you must not touch his life. Praise God. If you have lost anything, God is the reason you have not lost everything. So you see why it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Number four, it nullifies the power of darkness. Hallelujah. Remember, you see, many a times, for, for instance, if we were to come for a vigil 
And the theme of the video was all my all every household enemy was must die. Praise God. I'm sure we will pray with fervency that oh God, every enemy of my family, Lord, let there be vengeance. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Makulia Braka will be praying every single thing. But guess what? Thanksgiving is far more potent than any gymnastic prayer anybody wants to be involved in. Look at what the Bible says in the book of First Timothy chapter 4. You see, ever since the day I read this scripture, I'm already a couple of times, but ever since the day I read this scripture, I came to the understanding that nothing I will eat will poison me. Nothing that I will eat will poison me. Look at what the Bible says. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the later times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirit and the doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from food, which God created to be received with what? Thanksgiving to those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is what? Received with what? Thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Hallelujah. So before you eat any meal, normally, principally by, by default, we say, oh, let us say the grace before we eat. There is a mystery behind it. Because we know when we thank God for what he has given us on our table, the enemy has no way. I mean, can you think of it? If God is the almighty and something he has given me, I thank him for it and yet he poisons me. It's against his principle. It contradicts the thoughts of God of good and not of evil. Because why should he give me what is evil in the first place? Am I making sense? So you realize that thanksgiving is a necessity. Thanksgiving is a weapon of warfare. That's why it's a mystery. Because many a times when the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. Hallelujah. These are principles, age-long principles practiced by Christ for the way to advance in this wicked world. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is a weapon of warfare. Praise God. Finally, why must I give thanks? Why must I give thanks? Thanksgiving, I said here, it guarantees divine presence. Praise God. It guarantees divine presence. The Bible says that what? If God be for me, Hallelujah. If God be for me, if God is on my side, if God is in partnership with me, what can the enemy do to me? You know, the disciples did not understand this when Jesus said, let us go to the other side. And the Bible said that while they were in transit, he began to sleep. But all of a sudden, a raging storm started. 
But they did not understand that so long as Jesus is in my boat, this boat is guaranteed not to sink. Praise God. So long as Jesus is in my boat, this ship is not guaranteed or permitted to sink. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians 10 verse 10, talking about children of Israel, remember the Bible said that, and God was with them as a pillar of cloud by day and as a pillar of fire by night. But what happened? The Bible said that what? And they complained in the wilderness and they were destroyed. Many a times we want to be practical. We want to say, oh, you know, that I must be realistic. Let us say things how it is. Nothing is working. I mean, what is good in this 2020? Go and ask somebody who is in the hospital and is given a timeline of when to die. But that's not your case. Hallelujah. That's not your case. My time is fast spent. But the last principle I want to share here is that it is the gateway to increase. Hallelujah. Remember I said that if anything is enough in your hands, it's because God is what? In your midst. And so if anything is not enough, what do you do? You give thanks. Anything that is not enough in your hands, the secret to increase is what? Thanksgiving. I often say, that what thanksgiving is to what we have is what yeast is to bread. Praise God. Without yeast involved in the baking process, the bread cannot rise. Praise God. And so our thanksgiving is what makes what we have to increase. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 67 from 5 to 7, says, let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. It says, then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the earth shall fear him. Hallelujah. And all the earth shall fear him. Praise God. I don't know about you, but God has been good. We might think of it and say, yes, things did not go the way that I planned. But God has been good. Because I have life. I have a place to lay my head. It may not have worked out the way that I planned, but if not for God. But the Bible said that what his thoughts towards me are good and not of evil. Therefore, he will surely bring me to an expected end. Why don't you rise up on your feet this morning, even as we just bless the name of the Lord. I cannot thank God on your behalf. You know what God has done for you. I don't know what God has done for you, but why don't you open your mouth and thank him? The Bible said that to what? That no one will leave wise cast out if they come with a pure heart. That this is the reason why I have come. That Lord, I have come to say thank you. The Bible said that and God and Jesus healed nine, 10 lepers. Only one came back to say thank you. The one that returned to say thank you was the one that was made whole. I don't know about you, but this morning, Father God in heaven, on behalf of us here at the place of Victory Swansea, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Your goodness is forevermore. Ancient of days, we magnify you. Open your mouth and bless him. Remember I said, thanksgiving must be intentional. Thanksgiving must be deliberate. It must come from a place of reflection. When I think of the goodness of God and all that he has done for me, my very soul shall shout, 
praise God for saving me. For Lord, oh God in heaven, when the enemy came to strike, Lord, you said no. When the enemy came over my family, Lord, you stood as a defense. For the Bible said that the enemy shall come in like a flood. But the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. Ancient of days, we bless you. Mild, we magnify your holy name, O God. Take all the glory. Take all the glory, O God. Let your name be glorified. Lord, you preserved every life that is here. For if not, they would not be here. Therefore, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Perhaps we have been ignorant in the past. Lord, we cry for mercy. The Lord, the days of ignorance, the Bible said you will pardon. Ancient of days, we thank you. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Everlasting Father God in heaven, we thank you. From a grateful heart, we bless your name. The Bible said that you search the earth to to show those whose hearts are right towards you. Lord, search our hearts and may you find thanksgiving. Search our hearts, O God, and may you find thanksgiving. For Lord, we are truly grateful. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen, amen. Please be seated in God's awesome presence. Today happens to be our thanksgiving service. Fortunately, unfortunately, because the Bible said that what in all things gives thanks. So whether we are wearing masks or not wearing masks, we will still thank the Lord. Hallelujah. We are encouraged to still wear our masks, even while the choir minister. Engage that worship. Engage that thanksgiving with your heart. Should you wish to dance, I mean, the Lord did not say we cannot dance. Praise God. Why don't you give God a dance offering? Appreciate him for all that he has done. And see what he will do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you.